is to offer patients family care medical service. The Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a story on the theme of power, culture, or the future, handpicked from theoutline.com. Culture. There's recently been history made in the NFL, and not for something awful. Quentin Perone and Napoleon Jennies are professional dancers, and they will be the NFL's first male cheerleaders, and the team is the Los Angeles Rams. For the first time ever, men will be on a cheerleading squad. Quentin and Napoleon will be on the sidelines for the LA Rams. Good, Good morning, morning, America. morning, America. For the first time ever, men will be throwing it down on the sidelines and in the middle of the field. But before them, things were a little different. The Baltimore Ravens cheerleaders have something no other NFL team can brag about, a co-ed squad. The Baltimore Ravens cheer squad was actively including men. There, they act as stunt lifters and throwers rather than dancers. There, there are no other 30-some-year-old male cheerleaders. I mean, and they don't <laughs> exist in college, obviously. In any other city, we'd be tailgating. We wouldn't be cheerleaders. It's the only opportunity we could do this. The Tennessee Titans also included men in this capacity, but they were let go in 2014 because the stunts were considered too dangerous. Yes, in the game of football, halftime and sideline cheerleading has been considered too dangerous. In each of those cases, the men are and were involved in the gymnastic competitive sort of cheerleading you may have seen on ESPN2, rather than the feminine-coded performances NFL and NBA fans are most used to. So yes, even though the sport of cheerleading is known for flashy dance, boob-highlighting outfits, and low wages, of course, it wasn't always so heteronormative. It started with all-male Ivy League yell teams in the late 1800s. I spoke to Richard Cropeau over email. He's the professor of history at the University of Central Florida and the author of NFL Football, A History of America's New National Pastime. He told me that the college cheerleaders were predominantly male, and that began to change during World War I and the 1920s. Once squads made it to the NFL, they did so as all-women groups with names like the Falconettes, the Packerettes, and more cringeworthy choices like the Chiefettes and the Embraceable U's. Cropeau said that in his research about the history of the NFL, which was founded in 1920, he has never seen reference to male cheerleaders. But over the years, a handful of men have attempted to break through the NFL cheerleading gender barrier, some more earnest than others. I want you to go out there and win this one for the zipper! Let's go, let's go, let's go! The Denver Post claims that in 1979, Robin Williams unofficially became the Denver Broncos' first male cheerleader when, while filming for the television show Mork and Mindy, he appeared on the field during a game decked out in the squad's glittery vest and skirt uniform. The Denver Broncos are proud to present the Pony Express and its newest member, Pro Football's first male cheerleader, Mork. In 2012, Dixon Hernandez became the first man to try out for the Houston Texans cheerleading squad. While he didn't make it, his attempt inspired amateur dancer Sasha Heppel to try out for the Denver Broncos that year. Though his audition seems to have been more of a stunt than an actual career move. Heppel, too, did not make the squad. Considering cheerleading as a lifelong occupation, take note. Despite the outer glamour, football cheerleading isn't for everyone.
now Quentin and Napoleon have broken through the glass ceiling. Will NFL cheerleading now become a place where anyone with a passion for dancing, regardless of gender, can be included and accepted? But while the sexist history of NFL cheerleading makes Quentin and Napoleon's place on the team anything but a radical labor victory, it at least feels good to celebrate it as a victory of representation. I was at a Laker game and I was watching the team, the Laker girls, and I was asking myself, why can't I be down there? I've choreographed for girls who dance on pro teams. I've danced with girls on various pro teams. So I just thought, why not me? Like, why can't I do this? All the little black boys who love to dance have two new role models to look up to. Uh, high emotions, but it was worth it. Thanks for listening to The Dispatch. We're produced by James T. Green. I'm Casey Johnston. 